0: 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
1: I'm Shannon Sharp. Welcome to another edition of Club Shay Shea. I am your host and proprietor of Club Shay Shea. The young man, well, he's not really young, but the man that's coming by today to have a drink and conversation. Guys, you know he doesn't need any introduction, but he's the only man that can say, I have had two sons drafted in the top three picks of the NBA draft. He's the CEO of Big Baller Brand. He's a businessman. He's a former NFL player. And he's one of the most polarizing figures in all of America, Lavar Ball. All my life, been grinding. All my life, sacrifice, hustle, paid the price, want a slice, got to roll the dice. to swap. All my life, I've been grinding. All my life, all my life, been grinding. All my life, sacrifice, hustle, paid the price, want to slice, got to roll the dice. to swap. All my life, I've been grinding. All my life, Lavar. How you doing, Big hey, Shannon? What's going down with you, man? You know how I'm doing—good, good, and great. Okay, the lag. Give me a playback. The last two days, what? What? What's your emotion? What are you feeling the last two days? The last two days feel like the other 365 days a year. Great.
2: They're great. I already knew all this was going to happen, so it wasn't like, oh man, Melo's going to be drafted. Hey, me and my wife had a goal: all my boys getting to the NBA. I told them from day one,
1: born to go pro. Let's go. Let's take it all to let. Let's go back. Let's go back to you meet your wife, and yes. I remember you telling the story. Says, look, I don't know what I'm going to do, but whatever it is, I want to do it with you. Right. So. You, get, you and Tina, you guys get together. So this was your plan all along?
2: This definitely was my plan all along, man. Like I said before, man, most of the fine, sexy girls, they short. <laughs> they short. Man, I ain't gonna lie, but when you find a big, tall, giant one, one to stay with, I said, I know what I'm trying to do.
1: I need that length and strength. And she was also beautiful and intelligent, so everything fell in the line. You come from a family of brothers. Yes. And and what I'm gathering from you and your brothers, you guys were close. You instilled that closeness in your boys.
2: Most definitely, man. Uh, you know, my mom and dad always was like family first. So that, that leads on to me to say family first. And that leads on to
1: me telling my boys family is everything. Triple B's, baby. I was reading a story. I don't know, and you could correct me if I'm wrong, is that you played high school ball with what, three or four of your brothers? Uh, no 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 the gap was too far to play with all
2: of us I played uh, one college season with uh, with my my one of my brothers that's under me okay he's a couple of years younger than me so so what's the age gap because so, you, so I mean, the age gap is like this when um he was a 10th grader I was a senior okay that's how it is and then my other brothers uh, that are younger than me are Lorenzo who is okay. seven years younger than me that everybody okay. thinks
1: he's my twin okay but, but you got you had this planned out because your three boys are very close in age very close in age on the fact that I've
2: learned from my dad Since he didn't ma- have us super close together and everybody playing on the same team. Here's the thing what my dad did which was a little different which he always thought you should be the owner of the team. I said okay, but what if I want to do the plan I want to <laughs> own no team I want to play right but he should we didn't start playing sports till we was in the 10th grade and then told me hey start my boys extra early. Because he had already set the blueprint. We were stronger and faster than a lot of people. Right. Everybody damn near. But he never knew what to do with this. Like, I'm
1: doing it with my sons. Right. Now, you and I, we're very close in age. Uh, mm-hmm. We got a lot of the same principles. Although I was uh, born and ra- raised in South Georgia, you are uh, raised in South Central L.A. Right. But my grandfather, the way he looked at it, I need labor. So right. I need to get. I need to go ahead and have a bunch of these kids. They need to be close in age. And if he could have had all boys, he'd have had all boys. But right. there was not gonna be no gap. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And that's why I didn't put no gap between my
2: boys because I want them all <laughs> play together in high school. I tried to have uh, Lonzo and Jello in the same year. He <laughs> got close. Thirteen months off. Right, And then she needed a little break, because I know she ain't popping them out like that. So I gave her a little break, and then I said,
1: Mello, you got to come on now. To me. Hey, here you come. <laughs> so when you let, you're laying at home yes, the last two nights, what's the conversation between you and your wife? The conversation between me and my wife in the last couple of days was like, Tina, when you going to come back from that stroke and make that pineapple pie for me? Because <laughs> I've been waiting four years for it. That now, was a conversation. It's time for you. It's time for the boys to hire you a chef. Tina should be done with the cooking. She gotta no, be done, boy. Hey, I'm gonna tell you what—that
2: Tina can cook. And I know. Her having a stroke, she ain't cooked in the last three years. So you, I'm like a hungry man on a desert island. <laughs> so you've been doing, you've been, you been been—I've been doing the chefing now. I'm still good now. If I couldn't cook, I wouldn't stay my size, man. I don't want my woman to ever get mad and be like,
1: "I ain't cooking nothing for you." Then I shrivel up and then they go crazy. Nah, so I'm good. And the conversation that you had with, with, with Melo over the last, let's just say the last, going through this process, obviously, you know, he's meeting with teams, he's talking to teams, he's going to work, I, I think he worked out for what, three teams, the top three teams, top four teams? He uh-huh. worked out for, so what was your conversations with Melo?
2: My conversation with Melo wasn't much. It's like, man, you're going to do what you're going to do. Whoever's going to pick you going to be the right team to pick you. Right. Now, the way the, way the, the draft went, I happen to be the luckiest guy in the world, man. I keep telling you that. I did not want to go stay in no Minnesota. I didn't want him in the cold. He don't want to live in the cold. He can say right. what he want. I'll go to any team. He don't want to live in no Minnesota. And then, like I said, with Golden State, I figured they already got their team with right. Clay and, and Steph and, and you know, and, at some point, I think Steve Kerr might have been like, you know what, that dude did call me the Milli Vanilli of coaching. And if things ain't going right, I'm going to come back through his son, through him. And I didn't want Melo trying to make a decision on, do I listen to my employer or do I listen to my dad? No matter how good he is, it's still up in your head. So it panned out right, greatness recognized greatness. And that boy went to Michael Jordan, which I've always been saying, somebody got to be better than Jordan, why not you? And to be tutored under him? Come on, man, this is about to be something special.
1: Well, I'm glad he went to Charlotte too, because what I'm waiting for, and what everybody waiting for is this versus battle. LeBar Ball one-on-one versus Jordan. This is what I've been waiting for. Well, if you're waiting for it, hear him get in touch with pay per view. Because me and Mike ain't playing for less than two hundred million.
2: What? That's what we say. If you're gonna watch Mike Tyson fight at fifty, you're <laughs> gonna
1: watch me and MJ play just one on one for pay per view only, and it <laughs> better be over two hundred million. So let me ask you a question: What if Jordan send word through Melo, tell your dad when he show up in Charlotte, have his gym closed? Hey. Don't send no word through Melo. Talk for <laughs> your own self. Come home at you, boy. Man, look here. What, what? Look, what about New York? What if he'd have gone to the, what if he'd gone to the Knicks? Madison Square Garden. Hey, here it is. No matter where Mello would have went. I was talking about
2: uh, New York and Detroit. I was talking about those two teams because they was going to try to find a way to get all my boys. Right. That's why I wanted them to go right there. And like I'm going to tell Mike, hey, with Melo, you're going to be good. You bring in Jello, you're going to be better. You bring in Lonzo, you're going to have the best. I guarantee you win a championship because that's the original big three. grown organically. Them dudes can switch and play at a pace that nobody can. The last time my
1: three was together, they was babies and they went undefeated. So imagine what they can do as grown men. So you still you still haven't given up on that dream. That's not even going to be a dream. On the fact that it should happen sooner or later. Can you imagine? you talking about press
2: all three of my boys in Charlotte. you know how I many people going to watch every game? That would be the biggest thing ever, guaranteed. But here's the thing. So you won't even say that I'm, I'm dreaming about this. Okay. After four years go by, they can they can decide to play with any team they want. Right. And here's the thing like this. You see, and I'm going to tell you the the platform. You got Mello. Get Jello. Lonzo's a free agent next year. You don't think he'll come over there with his brothers? Come on. All the boys in Charlotte. Next, under the goat, Sitting next to Big Baller. And you never know what's going to go
1: down at halftime. Because me and Mike, Mike decided to play that one-on-one game at halftime. (laughs) First of all, you and Mike done got too old. Y'all need to let the young kids have this. No, we let the young kids have this right now. (laughs) But if the people in the world want
2: to see that one-on-one, they're going to have to pay a price from the greatest of all time to the
1: coldest of all time. Triple B's, baby. (laughs) So you caught a lot of criticism. now, Now, correct me if I'm wrong. You and the old coach at Chino Hills had a falling out about how Mellow was going to be used. No, 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 no. We didn't have a thought out about how Mello
2: was going to be used. Okay, what's your be? This is the narrative they wanted to create. And what they was like, man, oh, LeVar said that if Melo ain't allowed to shoot 50 times, he's taking his son. No, I had these other kids that I've been training that were very good. Right. That he needed to put on the team, not even right. just to play, but just to have them practice and have the same schedule with Melo, and everything was going to be fine. Right. Yeah, man, he cut every one of them dudes that I have trained. And then end up putting them back the next year anyway, but I'm like, they were all better than the people that he had on there. So, so you he think he did, you
1: think he did that because you asked him to do that, and so that was out of spite of you, right? That basically that's what it was. And I said, you know what, you're finna lose everything now because my son ain't got to be here. So you take him, you take him out of school. Yes. And, but hold on. So this was not a plan. You did not originally plan to go to Lithuania. Your plan was to have Mello play. Oh, 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 hey, 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 my plan wasn't to go to Lithuania, but here's the thing, what happens,
2: and I always tell people this, man, sometimes you have to take a step backwards to shoot forward. And what I tell Jello about, what I mean by that is, okay, Jello did something bad. He He took the glasses. Okay, I get that. But if Jello don't take their glasses, I don't create my own league i don't take them over to lithuania to get water and other to make them global that doesn't happen here's a story that was going to happen lonzo was going to go to ucla jello was going to do his thing and be in the top 10 too as a shooting guard go to ucla Mello was going to follow that pattern hey lavar make his money don't worry about everything else that's going on this is bigger than just me and my boys now and i think it was created by the negativity that jello did to allow the family to explode into this global era. I don't go across the USA. I don't make the JBA. It's a lot of things. Melo don't develop the way he
1: does. Right. And that's what, and that's where I credit you. Now I don't know if everything that that's that's come to fruition is the way you planned it, but I don't know if anybody has made a better use of a situation or a negative situation and turn it into a positive as you have. Right. Most definitely. Like I said, a lot of these
2: kids that that uh, your Ricky Rubio's, your France, I mean, uh, Parker's and all them, you get these guys, kids overseas, okay? They're right. overseas and they're playing against pros. Now I'm taking Americans over there, being mellow and jello, go over there at a young age and, and play now. It's like, oh, his dad just want the content for the guy. But no, I don't want my boy to study for no chemistry test and no Spanish test and ain't going to use that and do the same thing these young kids was doing coming over here to the U.S. Right. But see, this is what can never happen. Nobody has the money in the platform to do that because they coming from the ghetto with all that talent. So right. they can't go overseas and do
1: the same thing I did. Right. So you go. To, so you pulled. How did you come about going to Lithuania? Once you pulled. What was your plan? When
2: I was talking to you know, my guys about going over there. Okay. I don't want to go. We had a few other teams that was involved. I don't want my boys to go to a team that's that's balling out of control why because you really don't need my boys you was winning without them right so we go to a raggedy team and that's what you do usually to get the the playing time and the press that you want anybody can go to a real good team and do a little bit but can you go to a bad team and uplift them or do some things because hey just like in the draft you get the best players at the top going to the weakest teams right (laughs) so it's a given and it's just like we did the same thing. So Lithuania was bad. Nobody even talking about uh, Croatia, Barcelona, Spain. Oh, they're not talking about them. And Lithuania wouldn't even been known if my
1: boys don't go over there. They ain't been known since. So you go to Lithuania. You make yes. the best of that situation. So right. what was your plan after Lithuania? After
2: Lithuania, it was, it was for Jello to get you know drafted to the, to the league from there. Okay. And what happened is that didn't happen. So guess what? Melo said, Dad, I want to finish my... Uh, you know, in high school, because he didn't want to be out there no more in Europe if jell wasn't going to be out there. Right. So now that's when I say, you know what, I'm going to do my little JBA tour. We go to 15 different countries to keep balling, to clear that time. So we won't just be sitting down, not doing nothing. Right. Now, I have to create my own league if I don't want to go back, have my son go to college or have an AAU team or something for Mellow to, to have exposure to be seen. Right. So I got to create my own league and we move on our own merits. So that's why people was like, "Wow, they are not playing against no talent? Well, they was playing against some of the best talent because we had the best thing going, which is I had the ball boys, which is the name. Right. And right. I had the big mouth to say, we can't lose y'all because y'all not good enough to beat us. Right. So now all the teams that want to play they just want to play us on the fact to say, they want to be the team that got USA across their chest. They don't care who it is. <laughs> guess what? They coming in, that's extra hard. And that's the right. one boys got all their talent and folks like to discredit that by saying, oh no, they played for their dad's lead, but they played the whole game and never got sub. So ain't nothing better than experience.
1: So Mello says, "Dad, I want to go. I want to go back to high so school. To I want to finish up high school." So now yeah. you gotta find a high school. How do you right. land on this high school in Ohio? Spire.
2: man. Everything panned out where a lot of people wanted. Uh, different transcripts and they had different motives and I found out uh, well I didn't find out one of my guys that works for me he said man I got the perfect spot I said well we've been in Lithuania it don't matter where it is as long as it's in the states we good because right. some other big name teams wanted us okay but this one panned out because I said wow I need mellow to play with somebody with some fire a coach I just didn't want him to take Mellow and be a yes man Right, and also uh, just be a clout chaser on the fact. Oh, hey, I'm coaching mellow Ball now, you know, from over here. Right. And, and and Jermaine Jackson was that dude. I mean, like I said before, I told you I'm the luckiest dude in the world. And for him to link up like that, and and, and teach Mello, he, he this is what he said. Mello has a. This is the first time I met this guy. He said Mello has the first time to be the number one pick. I said this dude thinks just like me, man. I can't lose. How I get this guy and. Coming from the hood in Detroit, he coaches with a different emotion. Right. Which is what's needed for my son to be successful. And it's hard for, let me tell you, like Lonzo and him, uh, Luke, Steve Alford, Coach Bake, they, they all look too docile. I'm So that's what they respond to. So you got to play for a brother that had that same type of intensity to put you on another level. Like, I seen Melo a couple of times playing as Spire. And, and Jermaine was like, kill him. He can't guard you. We're going to show him. You know, you don't say that as no head coach. Right. <laughs> you know, with that type of flavor. That's why Melo linked up to him and, and kind of, they the best friends to this day now. Yes. Melo created a bond with him, not only as a manager, as a trainer, but as his best friend. And his best friend is 40-something years old with a family. So guess what? People, oh, uh, Melo's really mature. I, yeah, because he ain't in school and he talking to a dude. who who understands life
1: and who came from nothing and that's what happened my grandpa used to say boy association brings on assimilation mellow is is 18 years old he's dealing with a 40 year old a grown man with a family he's gonna take on those values he's gonna think like that oh my god and that's why
2: people are so in and all like wow he wasn't like that when he was 16 on the facebook show but now look at him i mean dude if you're talking to a 40 year old man every night he's not telling you hey what cartoon are we gonna watch or when's the next movie coming out or how many right. girls can we go talk to down the strip club right. uh, you know anything you're know, right. gonna be away from all that that's why mellows is so dialed in on this basketball thing hey i never watched film and never did the fine tuning that jj is doing for mellow and that's why i said nobody gonna come in the draft like mellow one thing is, none of these kids have ever played
1: against grown men. Melo is the only one who has and who's been global. You go to Spire, okay, what's your plan after Spire? After Spire, Mellow is either, either going to go to China or Australia. One of those two teams.
2: Mellow, did, he would have got more money in China. But it's not about that. It's about, we already been out to China and Hong Kong and Shanghai and all that. He had enough for traveling overseas and not speaking English. Right. He had enough of the weather. So Australia, perfect weather. They got a little accent, but they speak English. Right. And everything was perfect for him out there. So but you didn't go with him. And here's the thing. That's what people were stuck on. I don't have to go with him if I got another guy working for me that thinks like me. Right. Which is JJ is the exact person for my son. He right. like I call him my little bro. Because he act like my little brother, man. JJ is, is it the same way. Mel, the coast in the game. He did see that. We put in our work. Basketball is a lifestyle. Okay, I got the big ball of brand I got to deal with. I got Jello I got to deal with. Because that's, you know, these two are the only ones not in the NBA yet. Right. I got to deal with them. I got to deal with the brand. And I also got to deal with my wife. Tina don't want to travel like that. Right. So if I don't have to take her and we finally got to spend some time at the house and her getting better and me doing things with the brand and the COVID situation, all that stuff. It's cool if I can have somebody help me out and JJ helped me out a lot. This is what this man did, man, and you have to understand this. Who ups and goes from their family to go deal with my son? Unless you treat my son like your son. Right. You can't get that, and I understand it, and that's how lucky I am, man. So everybody, LeVore is not involved, Now I talk to Jay every day like he's my little brother. He's right. the only dude I call little bro. And people will be like, man, because everybody knows LeVar don't let his boys train with nobody. He only do the training himself. You know, I don't right. let nobody train him. So uh, they're him, Jay, how did you get in like this? And the only way you got to stay with Melo for a year, stay with him for a year, Inspire, and then get his trust and the way he feels about you. And I trust you. So guess what? And you have the knowledge
1: of the game. Right. So this is so, the best situation for Melo. So basically, so once, once uh, Australia was over, you knew he was going into the draft. Well, once Australia, here's the NBA got able to see this.
2: Everybody was shocked. Oh, my God. He's got two triple doubles in a row. The only one to do this, selling on every arena. That's what NBA want to do. You want a talented guy, but you also, at the bottom line, you got to make some money. You got to sell them tickets. Right. My son is the only one who, I tell you what, check everybody who got drafted, and then check the attendance record of every arena, and I bet you my son be the only one that's sold out. Guaranteed. First game, watch how crazy it is. Cause it ain't like Mello is all of a sudden gonna make everybody come. No, that's what he does. Hey, listen to this. At Chino Hills, Lonzo was there this year. He was good. When Jello got there, we got better. When Melo got there, we were the best. Sell out. The boy with Lithuania, sell out. JBA, he do his thing, make everybody watch JBA. He do his thing, aspire. Sell out. He do Australia, the biggest. Crowds ever. It's not like he don't now. He's gonna go to Charlotte and buy under the goat. And you don't think it'll be a sellout? That's what I'm saying. It's it's natural
1: for him. That's what he does. So once you okay, now the the the, the goal is is to get Jello into yes. the NBA. Yes. Okay. When you get Jello to the NBA, then what does Levar do? Do. And like I said, Levar gonna keep doing what he's doing. Like I told folks before. My boy's going to make so
2: much money off the court. This is a billion-dollar enterprise. People ask me, they say, LeVar, where do you see yourself in, in in 10 years? I say, as the biggest brand ever. And everybody gives a little chuckle like, man, okay, hey, every brand got to start somewhere. I'll be venturing off into a lot of other things. Like I said, got this water coming out, these rims. Oh, I got to bring you some of my water. Don't worry about it. I, I have to shift up there to Foxwood yet. But it's better than that other one. Mine's Hawaiian Springs, now, next to a volcano. You know how hot that is to get that water from over there? You got to be cold as hell to get that water. And I'm going to tell you, it's, it's soothing. But anyways, with the, with the Big ball of brand and the, the rims and tires, that's going to come out, man. And it's just going to be, I'm going to get in that grassroots area, which is, which is another lane. Another lane I'm going to stay in. My boys is from Chino Hills. I'm from L.A. South Central. But I got some of my guys on my team that was back in the hood that's going to bring me back to the inner city and I'm going to do some things for them out there. So it's a, a lot of
1: things lined up. Are you looking to to get back into it and look to find the next Melo, Lonzo, Jello, and try to bring them and usher them into the well, NBA? Well, definitely,
2: definitely, because I, I, want, I want these athletes to understand their self-worth and make them understand at the end of the day, it's about ownership. And right. it's not like I'm not going to go after some of these next number one and number two picks. Because here's the deal I'm going to give them. I'm going to give you 40% ownership as opposed to an endorsement deal. I'm not going to give you five years, $2 million a year to wear this shoe or to wear this on the fact that, hey, you're a popular player and it's a standard. No matter how good or bad you do, I'm giving you $2 million. If you're betting on yourself, come to Big Bowler Brand. Because if we can sell a million shoes at $100 a pop, now I'm giving you $40 million and I'm taking 60 $40, 60 but you got $40 million ownership and whether you play one year or 10 years, when you leave, take your brand with you. You ain't going to get stuck like Kawhi and can't take your own hand back.
1: (laughs) You said, and you you used to tell us this all the time, especially off the air. You Mm -hmm. like the baby is going to be the best of all of them. He's going to be bigger. He's going to be stronger. He's going to be faster. He will be. Why were you so convinced that Melo would be the best of all your boys?
2: Well, it's just like, uh, they like phones, like I told you. You keep making one phone better than the next one. You don't make the one, this one will be good, but you learn the stuff from this one to put on this one. Right Now, Mello, this is what I say. I, I mean, Lonzo, I need him, the oldest, to lead the team. He right. got to do that. That's why he rebounds so good, because he played as my big man and my best guard. But right. I cannot have him playing defense on the best player. He's going to get tired. So what? Right. I put Melo and jello to double team the best player on every team. Uh, that's why I had them at the top of the press, to let them do all the pressing and chasing people. Okay, now, Lonzo's a facilitator. He can do his thing. He can score. Lonzo, but Jello is the heck of a shooter. Right. Boom, 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 boom. Now, Mello learns from both of them. So Melo is the only one in my family that can play the one or the two. Jello can't play the one because as soon as he passed half court, he think he open and he love to shoot. So he ain't going to get nobody involved. Lonzo can't really play the two on the fact that you're passing the ball in the corner where he's supposed to take a three. He looking for the cutter and that's too long. Right. He ain't supposed to look for no cutter. Melo can flip from playing the one out of necessity, passing the ball to flip it over the two to try to score hundred points on his own. That's when we played. Lonzo caught a lot of lobs from Melo when he was little. But then Melo said, okay, Lonzo out the way, and hey, they want me to play point. He plays point out of necessity. He loves to score. But a lot of people don't see him on that. Melo can score the heck out of that ball. But he's the only
1: one who can flip his mindset to play the one or the two where my other two sons are just stuck in their lanes. So, what area do you think uh, Melo needs to prove, improve on? To be hey, like re- I tell everybody improve. before, man, hey, 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 even your guy, the greatest right now,
2: LeBron. Yeah. What do you work on? He work on something every day. Yep. And here's, here's the thing with the boys and never, it's a lifestyle and you ain't never got no rest. And guess what? I don't care how good you are. You got something to work on, which is everything. So don't be like, well, I just need to work on my shooting. I just need to do a little bit more of this. No, that's when you get complacent. You right. got so much to work on. It's like, you I, I don't want to say like you never made it, but if you're trying to be the best in the
1: world ever, how are you going to stop? NBA evaluators compared Melo's game to Spencer Dinwiddie. Yes. Agree, disagree? Well, check it out. All your evaluators,
2: they can't play a lick. <laughs> so that's why I don't totally evaluation is anything. And you want to evaluate me, it's just like this. If I'm not a, a big guy who eats all the, all the time, how can I tell you how good some food is? I ain't tried enough of it. Right. They try to critique and tell me what my boy. You want to convince him to Spencer Dinwiddie? Man, they they had uh, Lonzo. He was compared to every guard that's light skinned. You know? <laughs> so, so so so. I'm just saying, don't don't try to put him in these categories and all this. If anybody you play like, if you look, it's more like Penny Hardaway. Right. He's, he's about penny. He's about penny size. Yes. So, so, so that's what I'm saying. They want to say he's
1: not no Spencer. Mellow the new breed. Something they ain't seen before. All my boys, I tell them that. What was your emotions when Lonzo got traded from L.A. because he was a hometown kid, Chino Hills, basically oh. less than an hour away from L.A. Hey. This was called, This was where you wanted him to be. And he yeah. goes to New Orleans.
2: Okay. Yeah. know, I was happy as a, uh, I was happy as a big baller in a donut shop. yes I'm gonna tell you why here's I don't care about where they play it's about the situation they in on the fact that you're in this you're in this this field where you're traveling all the time anyway so home really ain't no big-ass deal you're playing 40 games on the road 40 games at home or whatever okay that's fine and what I'm trying to tell people it doesn't matter where you stay you got to be in a place where a coach is behind you to let you do what you do, and he believes in you to believe that. Like I told him before, if Magic was a coach, Lonzo would have still been there. On the fact that what did he say? He had so much belief in Lonzo, but right. he had no say. So, right. You know, I would rather have Lonzo be tutored by the coldest point guard to ever play the game, which is Magic. Right. So, so now you got this guy right here who's supposed to be the, the ultimate pro, and that's why that's why I said Magic is perfect. But if you're not the coach and you have no say, so Luke Walton ain't no point guard. He was a small forward. Right. And just because you play with some other players don't make you a good coach. Your last name is Walton don't mean you are a good coach. Don't get mad at me. He's a good guy, just not a good coach. But th- that's not the point.
1: And I'm saying If he's he not a good coach, or was he not a good coach for your son?
2: You do the math. What they do in Sacramento, you can put him anywhere. The boy ain't a good coach. You can put him anywhere. But I'm like I said before, how do you coach the, the, well, you came as an assistant coach over there at, uh, what is that? Don't say, man, just because somebody back was hurting, all you did was stand up next and now you're the best coach in the world. Yeah. You fooled them real good. <laughs> that's, how, that's how it went down. But I'm so saying another no, Go ahead. Go ahead. It, I'm sorry. it
1: seems to me what you're telling me is yes. that you need a coach to coach your boys that believe in your boys like you believe in your boys. Okay. Everybody, listen to me, who believed in my boys and not said,
2: oh, I'm gonna do this because LaVar is a bully or he telling them what to do. No, just listen to what I'm telling you because I coached him all his life. Coach Bake, listen to me, it ain't about the school. Let these boys loose, let them do what they do. Successful. Steve Alvin, let, give Lonzo the hand, hand over the keys. Right. Successful. Me, with my boys, every time the games we played, the exhibition games let them win. In. every time I coach, we don't lose. But yet you see this and you don't want my boys to do that. Uh, JJ, aspire. Believe in Mello. Go on do what you're going to do. Whoever believes in my sons are going to be successful. And that's what I'm trying to tell them. After the first game, Lonzo, ever, oh, Patrick Beverly did it. Patrick Beverly ain't did nothing. Look what happened the second game. Lonzo played a Phoenix, did his thing. And that's when I thought we was cool. But then you start checking in my after the six minutes of the first quarter. And you got all these other people you're trying to figure out combinations and bringing the ball up. And now you got Alonzo who used to play in the whole game. You spot playing him. Now he's getting injured because he's playing 100 miles an hour. Then he's sitting down. Sit down for six or five minutes is sitting down like 30 minutes in the NBA. Right. So now you, you're killing his body. He used to playing 100 miles an hour and right. not sitting down. How about you drive your car 150 miles an hour and get off the freeway and turn it off real quick. Some hoses is going to bust. The same thing with your body. So like I'm saying is people ask me where I want Melo to go. I said to a person who's going to believe in him, a coach who's going to let him rock and do his
1: thing. And watch what the success that comes with that. Do you like what they're building in New Orleans? You like Lonzo, Brandon Ingram, uh, Zion Williams, Williamson? Hey, they can do what they want. But like I said, my thing is different. And you know what that is. I want all my boys.
2: If all my boys go to Charlotte and do their thing, they playing for the greatest of all time. Something their dad has been telling them from day one somebody got to be better than Jordan. Now, they're going to look up to him so big and and be like, Mike, you know what we're going to do for you? Make you the coldest owner in the NBA. And you're (laughs) going to win this championship. Because I'm telling you now, between three and five years, my boys will win a championship all together at Charlotte on the fact they're going to figure that combination out. When one of them lose, they all lose. And they're not liking about that losing thing. And they're going to make him the baddest owner ever. Because like I said, he recognized greatness. And greatness is all three of my boys together. Not because I'm saying, oh, LeVar, I just want the family to get. No, because I know how they can play the one, two, and three, switch on everything, pass that ball ahead, and have no ego
1: problem. You got Lonzo in the NBA. You got Mello in the NBA. Yes. Yellow's in the G League. No, well, Yellow you- ain't in no G League.
2: Wait, where's he at now? Yellow in the G League by itself. It's it, man. The the NBA door has closed when Melo did th- when Mello did. So I said, long as
1: all of us get on the bus. Right. When that door closed, we good. How do you get how do so, how do you get how do you, how do you get, get jell up to the to the big to the big to the big to the big show?
2: Jump to the big show on this, man. Here's the thing. Jello got to the G League with no representation, no nothing. So now you got the representation of Rock Nation, do your job, get my son to the goddamn tryout or whatever camp and watch him go do his own thing. He got the name, he got the body, he got both of his legs working. He'd been working out. Hey, but see if somebody else was trying to get in the league and working out with the number one pick, that'd be a big story. But Jello been working out with Melo and Jermaine, the number one pick, all this time. he been working out with Lonzo every day. So it's like, Jello's already in this situation. Don't think I'm going to have three boys in the same household and one of them going to be like, you know what? I ain't going to make it. I don't feel like working out today. They cut off from the same cloth. And everything they say, Mello and can do, Jello can do. Oh, you got to get stronger. You got to get
1: a better jump shot. Jello shoot better than both of them. And he's bigger and stronger than both of them. So bigger, stronger. Is there going to be, I don't know if they're going to be a summer league. Is there going to have enough time for a summer league? Hey, or you-, you don't even need a summer league. Check this out.
2: You got Lonzo, and you got Mello. You got two bookends. Jello in the middle. Don't think that the, the representation or whatever can't say. Excuse me. Can you uh, give Jello a shot? Let's see what he look like with his brother. They he got that now. And you know, you know, Rock Nation also got that pool with the, where they can talk behind the scenes right. and get Jello a tryout or something. And That's all saying, you want. You just want to put in the door. His foot going to be in the door on the fact that look what he bringing to. He can go to any franchise right now and watch how the franchise blows up. Why? His last name is Ball. His last name is Ball, and he can play. He can shoot at a high clip. So what I'm saying is he's going to get the opportunity. And like I said, the best thing, hey, put him over there with Charlotte and watch what happened. But he's going to get another tryout somewhere else. I don't know. I'll tell him to do their job because – what they did, Jello got both ankles ready. He healthy, He's running, he playing, he shooting. As soon as he steps somewhere, folks going to be like, oh, I didn't know he was this good. Now, he get with his brothers. Whoever he get with, Lonzo, Jello, I mean, uh, Melo, they're going to average 15 assists. And they pass it to him, he's going to average anywhere from 25, 30 points a game.
0: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other.
2: I wanted to tell you about our brand new Fox Sports app and website, foxsports.com. Reimagine for the modern sports fan. Go ahead, download the new app right now. You don't even have to pause this episode. Every day on the new app and website, you'll see the top stories in sports, plus a rich world of written content, videos, social media, and analytics to give you a 360-degree view of the most important stories of the day. Streaming live TV has never been so easy or elegant. Every Fox Sports game, including all pregame and postgame shows, are just one click away. For the extra invested fan, we also go deep with real-time wagering lines, trending prop bets, win probability and key player projections. Download the new Fox Sports app or visit www.foxsports.com now.
1: If I was if someone was doing a movie or ask ask you to write a book about raising three boys in LA and how do you get two of the boys to be top 3 picks in the NBA draft? What would you say are some of the keys? or the two biggest keys for the success that you have rearing your boys to get them to where they are?
2: The two biggest, like I, like I tell everybody, man, it's very simple. To be successful, you have to have a passion to do something and you need at least one person. The more to marry, you need one person to believe in you, whether it be your mama, your grandmama, your dad, your mom, because somebody got to take you to practice. Somebody got to keep your head level and keep mm-hmm. you going forward. But if you got one, you can't do it on your own. Say, man, I'm just going to try to make this happen on my own. No, somebody got to believe in you to help you out to be successful. And that's what I'm telling people. Hey, the chips going to land where they are. depends on how you, i ain't going to say push them, but try to lead them the best you can without being resistance. Like, hey, make them understand that, hey, what you're trying to do, I'm behind you. And like you said before, you always talk a lot about your grandma, but if your grandma don't tell you, like you said, your grandfather said, hey, yeah, let's go out here and plow all this shit and do some work. <laughs> your grandma probably said, no, you you the son. You're going to go do this, man. You got, you got, Do what you do. I got to watch you play. i do that. Because they, they might be on something else. And that's why you had that person where it's like, you know what? Your grandfather probably said, I got the fastest, strongest sucker. Pull all that shit through there. Right. Where you know, your grandma said, man, let him go to practice. Let him go do it. that, man. I got to go watch him play. And that's right. where, why you're successful. And your brother's
1: successful. That's how it goes. But don't have nobody believe you and watch how it go. Ain't going to happen. When you were growing up, what did LeVar Ball want to be? When I was growing up, what did LeVar Ball want to be? Yeah. Oh, shoot. That's a very easy one. I wanted to be who I am right now. No, oh, did you want to be a... You wanted to be a... I, okay. I, I didn't want to be nothing. I'll tell you what I was going to be. My own man is successful. That's all. Well, however, it may be. That's why I played any sports. You didn't want to play a professional sport.
2: Oh man, I, hey, hey! I love playing sports. Anything—baseball, football, diving, skateboarding—anything. I love playing because I know you, I say, you. You know what? what? I understood to use that as a vehicle, right? And that's and that's and that's what I did to get to get where I'm at. But to understand, I understand that ownership, man,
1: and, where, and that's a huge thing. But where I, it- I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. Where did these entrepreneurial skills come from? I mean, who owned, just, who, owned, who owned a business that you knew? Because a lot of times we have- Nobody. People. Nobody. I can, I can look at that by looking at my
2: mom and dad and, and they mom and dad. Everybody in the workforce, man. I don't want to be in no workforce. I see what they're doing. They don't own nothing. Hey, do something a certain way and I don't like the way it looks, I'm going to go another way and do something my right. way. And that's, that's what exactly I- what I did. Now, if you're just normal, what do people work for, man? I'll tell you what they work for. Two things. A house note and a car note. Right. Play some professional sports. Get both of those, and guess what? You're on your way now. You don't have to worry about the house note and the car note. Use the money that you made playing them sports to go ahead and pay for that. And guess what? Now you're good. Now you can find something that you want to do on your own. Right. Now, if you don't want to listen to nobody, guess what? Don't be talking crazy and you working under somebody and let you go anytime. So when you create your own thing, which I've always thought. You know, these athletes are doing all the running and jumping in the shoot, but yet they don't own anything. So when it's all said and done, guess what? When that money ain't coming in no more, it's not coming in no more because you don't own anything. Right. And that's why I try to explain to my boys, if you want to be a billionaire, you have to be, which what they are, triple Bs. That's ownership that all my boys have. Right. If you don't own nothing, and don't get mad like some of these folks do, LeBron, he only worth 400 million. Kobe six hundred million. That's so far away from a billion because all the billionaires own something. If you don't have the no ownership, you're never going to get to a billion. Where they gonna get to? But LeBron going get
1: to a billion? I don't know how. Well, he got he got he got the uh, the tequila now. He got a couple of things. He got the he got the uh, the production company. Hey hey hey! Tell me what production company? Okay, do you outright own it?
2: Now there's some percentages and some other investors yeah. in that thing to give you a you little. Gotta, part. You got to so walk. What before. it's, you it's, it's walk okay. It. You can try to make it to a billion. It's gonna be cute if you do. But if you don't own it, you ain't
1: making it to no billion. I just got to tell y'all that. It's just how it goes. Lamar, can can we crawl? I mean, you didn't listen. As much as you want people to believe, you didn't come out the womb walking. You had to crawl first. You had to stand up a little bit and fall down and bump your head. You had to crawl before you start walking, and then you take off running. Well, I hate to tell you something. I didn't want to
2: get my knees dirty so when I was little. I learned how to stand up real quick. And all I did was hold on to stuff and slide and
1: slide. So I never did no crawling. Might mess up my calf action. Man, hold on. This can't be true. They said you set a school record, your school high school record for rebounds in a season. Oh, did I? All I know
2: is, is, I walked around campus with a with a with a with a with a, with a, with a, with a little scoop of Windex,
1: because I was always cleaning the glass. <laughs> Hold on, okay. Did y'all win the state championship? That's all I need to know. Did who win the state championship? The team I'm on. Your zone? team, yeah, huh? Yeah, hey, your team. no, man. I was out in the valley. I told you there wasn't no athletes out there but me. You should have, but you should have been able to bring it home. Then you should have been one man band. One man band. I ain't trying to do all the work. I need some help. <laughs> okay you go out to college you, you high school you go to college okay yes. when you go to college what's your mindset what do you what do you want what do you want to do what do you want to accomplish while you're in college oh when
2: i was in college like i said i'm thinking I'm, I'm going pro in something i don't care whether it be football basketball i went out for the football team man dennis erickson was out there i told him you got four downs and i need you to pass me the ball twice out of them four downs <laughs> i'm gone Second thing is, out there, I catch my ass off. Got good hands, fast, do my moves. Every time it was a running play and I had to block, I pull that big guy in there say, hey, man,
1: go on in there and block. I don't do no blocking. Hello. So in other words, you just want the glory. You got to get the glory. I just want to catch the ball and run.
2: I don't want to do no blocking. I don't block good. mm <laughs> I like to catch. And in fact, the things didn't go right. And they said, LaVoy, you got to do this. I said, OK, if you want me to play like that, I'm gone. And I went right to Cal State LA. Went back to Cali.
1: OK. We Is had it...
2: Calvin Sampson. In, uh, in, uh, and when I got out there for my recruiting trip, that fool told me we were going to practice an hour and a half. I came from West LA. We averaged almost 90 points a game. We're going to be running. And ju- Man, he went to a defensive strategy. And we went to... Uh, Averaging almost, I think, uh, barely 40 points a game. So when every time I got the ball, I go to the hole, do do my thing. He said, no, you got to pass the ball around. I said, pass up a good shot. Now I'm defiant. So that's why they had the worst season ever when you put the greatest talent on the bench. And they did tell you, I scored two points, two rebounds. I'm going to tell you what it was in. Two seconds. That's how fast I was moving.
1: Leave me in there for a whole game. You're getting 40, 40, baby. Okay, you you go to uh what three different colleges? Right. West LA, Mm -hmm. Washington State, and then Cal State LA. You meet Tina in Washington State.
2: No, no, shoot, no, I mean no girls built like that in Washington State. You got to stay in Cali for that. I met Tina at Cal State LA. Okay. Yes, at Cal State LA. That's why she was on the girls' basketball
1: team. And you say, babe, nice glass of water. You you say, okay, babe, hey, you it. Whatever I was doing before, hey, you you it, we going we gonna build something together. Me and I told you told her this. I said, I don't know what we gonna do, but we're gonna
2: do something together. I didn't tell her my name or nothing, just kept on walking to let her know. And people tell me to this day, LaVar, you the coldest sucker in the world. Hold on, hold, I on hold on, remember when you we were told her
1: like, that. You, you just walked by and say, hey, I don't know what we gonna do, but we gonna do something together and bounce. And that's it. Keep it moving. And she, and she sought you out. She like, well, I want to know who that guy was that had the she nerve. She didn't have me. to say who it was, because they knew when they seen me on campus. They said, man, that's the big the big one with the green eyes. Ooh. And she
2: said, it's the same one that talked to me. God, that's him. You're going to hear about that all on the basketball team. See, look at this right here. Shannon, you know how it is, man. Uh, on the basketball team, you got some tall, skinny dudes. You got right. some little bitty guys. And, and then if you, me and you come on the court, they're going to spot us because our bodies built a little yeah. different. That's <laughs> when you'd be like, man, that dude swole, my, my jersey was only one off snug, it's all snug on you. Yeah, they said, man, that boy swole, and you know I had them hammies back in there. You got them short shorts, so them legs were looking like some tree. <laughs> but I was
1: streamlined, the athletic build, cool. Boy, I was cold. Okay, you go to the NFL. Yes. What was what was that experience like for you?
2: That experience was fine, man. I didn't care Those niggas paid me some money any time of the week, I was good. I said, man, I used to lift weights for free at home. Now all I got to do is sign my name and you give me a couple of thousand? Shoot, I'll be in here tomorrow and the next day.
1: So I, I was to talk, the- but hey, if I would
2: have went to a combine, if I would have went to a combine, I would have been probably in the NFL longer for so more people to see me. The Jets right. was the only ones to see me, man. Like I said, I didn't know nothing about uh, how they test and stuff like that. They had 220 on the bar. I did it twenty times standing up behind the neck, just to warm up. Because I said I warm up with two twenty standing up doing press tests like this, and then they asked me on the bench. Man, we had it. They had me do a bench press test, but they put three plates on there. So I did it twenty times, and thinking that was a good amount of numbers. And the dude was like, the next closest dude was I think a lineman back in my time. his name was uh, Dwayne White, I think. But he, mm-hmm. he he was had his short arms. He only did ten. I was like, that dude's is weak. I was benching 500. They was in awe. And I was jumping out the gym. You know, it, it was nothing in me as far as just being a talented athlete. I, I, it was easy. And, and what happened, Pete Carroll is, 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 a, is a rah-rah guy. He more of a coach for, for college. Yes. And that's why I, him coming in there, he believed in me, man. If he would have still been there, I would have still been probably with the Jets. He was like, man, you can play tight end, defensive end. You're just a talent. And once I learned... The, the schemes and the terminology, because I was like a dude coming fresh out of high school straight yeah, to the pros. You I didn't, play no, I didn't right. play no football in college, so I don't know the terminology you suckers using. And once right. I learned all that stuff, then they bring in Rich Kotite. Now, Rich Kotite, due to drafting, and this is how political it is, he drafts the dude out of Penn State, which is Kyle Brady. Kyle Brady. I run circles around that boy. Johnny Mitchell, he not as big as me. He can't run like me. He from Nebraska. Yeah, he coming from these big names, but if you don't give these guys, these reps, and I'm an unknown, and I'm in here doing my thing, the dudes who pick that other guy are going to lose their job. Right. So now I'm not getting the reps, and I'm not doing this, and I'm learning the defensive end, tight end, but my tight end coach had ended up going to the Carolina Panthers. Right. And then when he went over there, he got me over there, and, hey, I made that little bit of money, and I said, I'm gone. I'm good now. I made enough.
1: I can buy a house and everything. I'm, I'm good now. <laughs> <laughs> LeVar. So, come on. LaVar, you caught a lot of criticism. Tell us about your parenting style. Because parenting everybody style. says, it's not, it's not about the kids. It's about Labar promoting Lamar. Labar. Tell us right. about your parenting style.
2: Well, that's what everybody want to say, man. But if you have something that you created, tell me you're not going to talk about it. You make a right. cake. You're going to be like, man, I put the best ingredients. It's the best cake. I, I'll give you a scenario, man. Have you ever ate a chocolate chip, cook, chocolate chip cookie? The yes. most famous one is who? Famous Amos. Oh, that boy took his stuff to parties and promoted it like that, and next thing you know, that's the best chocolate chip cookie in the world. But that's the same thing I did with my boys. I could invest in some real estate and some other things. I don't want to do that. I want to invest millions of dollars. If you add it all up, into my boys, something that's mine. I tell you what, to save money, you probably paint your own house, do your own thing. If you ain't got no money, heard of first, right. do it, and you're gonna do a hell of a job. People won't come in there and say, "Man, can you do mine?" You'd be like to make some money, you probably say, Yeah, but then you'd be like, I don't know if it's going to be as good as mine because I put my work 24 hours to make it. Yeah, this is mine, this is is where I live. So that's the same thing. Don't get mad at me that I do that with my boys. So I I expect the best out of them. Why? Because I put the best time into them, but I'm never going to be like, I took an element out of my boys that, that creates. I'm going to tell you what, you do not go to Beverly Hills or Thousand Oaks or Chino Hills to get no killers. All the killers come from the ghetto. They have to come from nothing. Right. I never was like, hey, son, I need you guys. And this is all the pressure they put on a lot of the youngsters. Hurry up and get us out of this situation that we're in. But I don't need my boys. Hey, make the league so I can get out of Chino Hills. I mean, all these hills and all these swimming pools, you got to get us away from this. So The money is not the thing. Everybody that's in the draft need some money. They got to get it from these agents and all this stuff to get started because they've never had it before. Right. So how do you make this guy be like, oh man, a lot of them is playing for the money. Mine, I told me born to go pro and the only thing on their mind is being better than Jordan.
1: It ain't about the money. You said you touched on something just a minute ago. Yes. Because they say, well, LeVar come from upper middle class and his kids are spoiled. Because right. they had swimming pools. They had, I mean, they're getting Ferraris. They're getting Lamborghinis. So right. how they—how do they know what it's like to be hungry? How do they know what it's like to go without? I'll tell you what. If I see some fire come up and you said it's hot, I don't need to go get
2: burnt to make sure it is hot. <laughs> it's the same thing. Right. Okay, my boys, I can tell them about it. Here's the thing. The mentality... That's around my boys. I don't need them to take them to South Central to see all that. Right. They're living in Chino Hills, but the mentality is from a dude from L.A. South Central. Right. Melo is hanging with Jermaine. Jermaine is from the hood of Detroit. His mentality is different. Now, you're saying, don't be mad at me. If you win the lotto, you're going to go out and buy the most crazy car you're probably going to buy. Yes. And if you can afford to give them that, give them that. But now, see, my boys ain't getting to the league. Saying, oh, I got some money I can buy a Ferrari. Oh, I got some... So that don't drive them. They just want to be the best ever. And if you want to be the best ever, all the materialistic things don't matter. So it's, it's not a big thing, but they're not spoiled on the fact that this is what I told my boys. You're going to work hard, whether you do it in the beginning or the end. And everybody said, oh, Lavoie, don't let his kids be no goddamn kids. Let them go to the prom. Let go. Yeah, all the people that go to the prom they ain't millionaires like my boys. So hey, they running hard running them heels that's when they work hard don't have all these parties and go to the prom and now you're trying to make ends meet and at the end of your day you're trying to get a job go to college and see where you're going to be at I got three boys none of them is asking me for money they're young as hell and they're all millionaires so
1: what's bad in that you were trending earlier because Mm -hmm. you was on another show and you told your boys you're not going to meet anybody while you're playing in the NBA you're going to meet the garden tool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, but I'm why, not even, why? I mean, I'm just keeping it real. I don't want to say garden tools at all. But you're not going to hey, meet
2: your wife while you're playing I, in the NBA. I, I, that's what I said. Here's the thing. You have to, you got to understand this. There's two ends of the spectrum. Sometimes where it's good on this end, you don't see where it's bad at this end. Right. And here's my thing, which I always say. It's fun in the beginning, but it's pain in the end, whatever right. you do. And right. I'm going to give you a scenario why I said that. My wife said, what do you mean? That's not even LeVar. So what are you saying about us? I said, babe, listen to this. Me and you, Mary, it's going to be fun. It's all fun, this whole journey. But the pain is at the end because one of us got to die first. Right. So they go to pain. Okay. Now, with my boys in their profession, when you meet somebody, Shannon, you know yeah, you meet your girl. You you in school all the time. You see her every day. You know what she about, okay? You meet her at the job. She working every day. You say, "Oh man, i I keep running into her at the job, okay? Oh, I see her at church every Sunday. Oh, okay. How are you gonna meet the same girl if you're traveling your whole career of playing a sport? Now the thing is, you're making all this money and you young, so people Googling you and coming up to you acting like they don't know you. So how are you going to meet them? You're going to meet them at a restaurant where you got to get something to eat. You're right. going to meet them at the goddamn uh, stadium after try to hang around. So you're going to meet them at the club. At your, or you got to go to your hotel and you're going to meet them there. So
1: guess what they're going to be? so They're going to be traveling. So you, that's... You, come you, the and I said, this is how I was. I would have loved to have married my high school or college sweetheart, someone that when I had nothing, Right. I can honestly say I can't, I had absolutely nothing. I right. was even embarrassed to bring them to my home. That's how little I had. Right. But unfortunately, that wasn't able to happen. And right. it kind of, it because and I still go through that to this day. Do they really like me for just being Shannon or for what Shannon can provide?
2: Right. And see, and that's where it's at now. That's why you never going to know. And then check this out. Let's say you go through some things and you meet this pretty girl and she's 30 years old right or she 29 why is she this fine and by herself well LeVar, they might
1: so have ask to ask yourself These oh, are the question my, my, that you have to ask yourself what it is what What about if the situation were reversed but here's Labar, yoked all up green eyes six foot four 255 chisel he's 30 he's single why are you single because i done ran through all the other ones <laughs> Lord have mercy, Lord, Lord help me, Lord help me. See, you did the right thing. You needed to get married early, cause you you was a you was gonna be a mess. Hey, early, early is what you call. Hey, early is probably what your 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 grandmother
2: and Wesley, they got married early. Yeah, I got married yeah. in 26, yeah. you know, so that's yeah, not my grandmother scary, got married but, in uh, but, like
1: 18,
2: 19. I, I did. All, exactly. Yeah. That's how it was back in the day. I yeah. did all my running around and doing all this stuff, man. And even with Tina, man, um, you know, and I just found somebody who was perfectly compatible to me, which is which is outgoing. Athletic. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think if I married just a tall blind, that wouldn't don't work. You have to be a basketball player, because even when I got on the boys, they would score 30 and 40 points and we lose by one or two. They, tina was like, you can't go. Tina wasn't like, well, your dad's just mad and you guys won and this. tina be like, well, you should have scored two more layups. You would have had 40, then we would have won. She, <laughs> she, you ain't coming to me crying. Yeah, me, Listen this. Melo got knocked down. He was in kindergarten. We playing against these sixth graders. Tina can't go out there. Don't you hurt my baby? She's like, boy, you better get your ass up. <laughs> and that's how it was. So we on the same page. And it was right. never like... Family outing for us was going to a basketball game all week, go eat after that. Why? But if Tina, a volleyball player or not an athlete, after a few years of this, what's she going to say?
1: I got to go spend some time with the girls. I need a break. You know what, Mel? Uh, uh, Bar- you found the only woman in the world that could deal with you. You got dang right. Because I don't <laughs> want a whole bunch
2: of them that could deal with me. Because then they just be yes women. But now, but to make something that me and Tina make, come on.
1: That girl, the coldest one in the game. You 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 speak a lot about Ownership. Yes. And you mentioned earlier about these guys getting these deals, and some of these guys get deals, you know, five years, fifty million, five years, you know, hundred million. James Harden has a two hundred million dollar contract. Right. Uh, uh, KD got a three hundred million dollar contract. But you said ownership. Right. Why is it you didn't allow? I mean, you is they're, right. they're grown now to get go with Puma or Nike. What what is it? Well, what is it that you you know? What if they said We're well, okay, still there. Listen, listen, we're gonna give you your own shoe okay,
2: I'm the only one to come in the NBA with his own brand because I've seen all the guys with these endorsement deals and they don't want the big ball to brand to work because if it does, it's going to start changing a lot of thinking with a lot of guys. People used to say, just like Giannis, you can't get a a so-called signature shoe unless you play, what, seven years in the league and you finally become a championship or you make an all-star game. So now I got these folks looking at them like, hold up, where's my signature shoe on the fact that Jello got one and he's not even in the league? Melo got one in high school. So what do y'all tell me about a signature shoe? And what these guys don't understand is you have enough money to go make your own goddamn shoe, but you won't. They take the lid off the jar where we can jump out, but the jar been on so long, the top, they don't even try. So now you got guys like, uh, you know, a couple of the big time players crying to get an endorsement. Just like, say, well, I hope they make me a signature shoe. Or, I hope they sign me. Why? You're a hundred million dollar man. Go do your own. Even if you're just selling in your hometown, at least but you have her,
1: ownership. See, the thing is, LaVar, the difference is between the way you think and the way they think. Right. You're not afraid to take that leap of faith and go out there and fail and say, "Well, if I failed at this, I'll try something else." Mm-hmm. For those guys, they're not. They're afraid to fail. You're well, not. Here, here's
2: the thing. That, that's probably it. And it's not even about failing. You can do it for a little bit. It's just like people talk about, oh, the big brother brain Brian, let me tell y'all something. It ain't got nothing to do with the boys if they don't want to do it. If I don't want to do it, it shuts down. And it's not like I had I blinders on for all these years just worrying about my boys getting to the league. Right. Hey, close, close these things for me. Too much time. But, but, but blinders on. Now the blinders is off. So right. it ain't like it's some people in the gap goddamn nba to say lavar i rock your merch for a merch deal i got guys calling me right now so I mean, let me honestly I, I don't wear that triple b man i ain't got no deal i ain't got no shoe deal i ain't got nothing but now i can go out and talk to these guys because guess what i got all three of my boys in the nba
1: now we can do some other things so that's so, where i'm at so where, where the, because where's the where's the big baller brand shoe at now is lonzo gonna wear big baller brand if you go to nike puma adidas well, Mello? Well, what are they gonna do
2: they're going to do the same thing and they can do whatever they want. And here's the thing. With Big Baller Brand, you have independence, which is that's going to allow you to wear any shoe you want, which is not the case for who right now? Mellow, you sign a deal. You better wear them pumas wherever you go. Right. Now, hey, don't think I ain't going to make no more Big Baller Brand shoes. We're we doing that as we speak, but we're going to come out with them when we want to. Now, Jell-O, jell man, come on. Watch what I do these shoes when Jello creates these other shoes he going to make. And Lonzo can do the same thing. But when you sign these deals and they cap you off to say, yo, this is the only shoe you can wear. A lot of the people that have been through it. Look who was with uh, Puma before. Vince Carter. How long he stay with him. So it ain't like they can't change and, and do some other right. things. It's the same thing. in this, it's not a big deal. But like I said, we don't have no shoe made right now we doing some other things, but we're going to come back to the works and guess what? My boys get in the NBA and do their thing. Who knows? Mello might be like, you know what? I had enough of these. Let me get them back, Dad. Your mb one is always over here, son. Your G3s is always over here.
1: And your ZO2s are always over here no matter what they do. What Lonzo left, Lonzo was with Rock Nation. He left Rock Nation and with the Clutch Sports. Are you, Clutch Sports, are you okay with that? Here's the thing,
2: Lonzo can do whatever he wants, just like Melo and Jello can do whatever they want. And you got two of the biggest, you know, black representations. You got Rock Nation, you got Clutch Sports. What do they have in common? Each one of them got my sons, and I'm at the peak of that. <laughs> so I'm gonna bring both agencies together. Let's do something together. Hey, represent both of them, represent them all. Let's do it. As long as you get done what needs to be
1: done, that's good. Do you believe lo- Do you believe Lonzo lost anything by not signing a shoe deal out of college waiting for you? Or should you have waited to build the brand? Because it seems like you No, 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 no. Here's the thing. Lonzo it
2: it is what it is. Lonzo was the only one to come in the NBA with his own signature shoe. Coming in the NBA he's a history maker. Lonzo got his own shoe. Right. We can make another one right now if he wanted. Lonzo ain't lost nothing. Here's the thing. Lonzo don't care about nothing. But my thing is this. If you have a passion to do something and you happen to get paid doing it, you are winning. You got a big mouth and you love to talk. They paying you all just to comment on some stuff. You used to do that on your porch, talking about people and people on the street. Now you're getting paid millions of dollars to sit there and talk about a game or or or, or a player or whatever. That's what right. you love to do, and it's natural to you. So guess right. what? You got a passion to talk, that's why you're still on the air. And a lot of these folks ain't. They don't have that type of flair that you have that creates that, oh, let me look at me and you argue a little bit. I'd say that yeah. Shannon Sharp ain't a goddamn thing. And then we come back and do some things. But you know, here's the thing. You good at what you do. The boys good at what they do. And that's that's all that matters. Cause you got everything. It ain't like you like, man, I gotta make me some more money so I can try to do this. Right. That's why they got Shay Shay Club. Look at You telling me put Shay Shay Club on the, on the on
1: the on the big thing. You said man, I gotta have my own thing. Call it Shay Shay. Is uh is Big Baller going to going to collab with Brand Jordan? Am I going to collab with Brand Jordan? No. I was going to do I was going to do a collab before, but I was like, nah,
2: I like to own my stuff. What I mean by that is when you have a collab, this is what happens. You have to agree and I have to agree. We have what we're going to have. Right now, it's just about what big baller want, what he like, and I don't have to collab. I was going to think about doing that with with, with Puma or something. Then I got to thinking. I was like, you know what? I don't want to collab now. I just want to keep my own thing, and that's it. It's a privately owned company. I don't have no say-so with nobody. Investors trying to come and get in, I say, no. I'm my own dude, so that's what it is going to be, and I'm going to build it myself. And the only investment that I want, the investors I'm ever gonna have are my sons. And usually you got one person make the NBA, they got their one money. But for my ball family, we got money coming in four ways. Me and Tina, the boys each got their own lane. Yeah, you know, I got three players that are gonna be in the NBA. So right. when we put all that money together, now if I want to create something and it costs me 20 mil and I only got 30 mil, it might put a little dent on me. But if I say, you know what? Let me get five mil from Lonzo, five mil from Jello, five mil from uh Mello, and put my five. We got a twenty mil. And nobody stretched out. Right. So, th- so togetherness is gonna allow us to move as a huge unit, and that's what I'm trying to make everybody on the outside understand about Big Baller Brand. Is if our kind ever get together,
1: it's gonna be dangerous. What have you learned most about running a business? being an owner of a business?
2: Well, what I've learned most is, man, don't let one person do all the work or don't let one person feel like they can do all the work. And you get a better team around you that allows you to move at a better pace. And that's what's going on now. It's not about how many people you got around you. It's the right people to you that allows you to be successful. But you also, I think to be successful in anything, there's always got to be a change. It just can't flow one way. And, and what it is, you learn different things when you when you start going further and further. And you're going to have to make change because the world changes all the time. So right. you have to go with that.
1: What would you do if you could do anything over again? Nothing, because I wouldn't be where I'm at and everybody
2: wouldn't be. So take one thing out of the thing and try to do it all different. And guess what? Everything changes. So in order for nothing to change and to keep moving forward, keep everything the same. You wouldn't change.
1: You wouldn't change one thing. I wouldn't change nothing. <laughs> one false move look at this i'm gonna
2: tell you for whatever changed let's say i get pete carroll stays with the jets big baller plays 10 years in the nfl you won't even hear about my boys because i have so much money i don't have no time to train them all i'm gonna do is wait for the off season so i can train myself to make sure we keep getting these large checks and i have all this money and give y'all whatever you want right now I don't spend all this time with you to make you the coldest and give in your mind that you're gonna be the best ever. Right. So now you don't even hear about the boys. That's why people get mad at me when I said, wow, these these guys that are super athletes, that are superstars, their kids don't turn out to be that cold. On the fact that how you get too much already, not too much, but you don't have that drive that where your mom and pops came from to get where you had to get you out of that situation.
1: Well, if, but when you talk about a when you got a, a a great player, your father is great. I'm talking about historically yes. transcendent great. What's the likelihood like. of you having a, a a transcendent or a great son or daughter? It's not likely. Now God ain't gonna he give you it. the lottery. He ain't gonna let you hit the lottery like that.
2: And, and, and let me let me explain this to you so you can really understand. I was one of the world's greatest athletes, nobody know about. So my boys have no expectation to do. That's why they are so great. Yes. Yeah, because like now, now, look at, you got Michael Jordan's sons, you got Magic's sons, you got, everybody got sons, man, yeah, and they expect yeah. their son, yes. to, they put that high expectation on them, Unreal just like Shaq's son, they expect him to be the most powerful, dominant center in the world, that's not his game, and that's not his, his mind frame is not even like that, so everybody trying to get from under that situation to say, oh, you're just like your dad. But if you don't have that expectation coming at you and your dad is good, I'm gonna tell you a person, just like Dale Curry. It, it wasn't like I say, you know what, let me turn on this TV so I can see how great of a shooter Dale Curry is. No, that's why he hanging with Steph. I mean, uh, that's why Steph's such a good shooter. His dad was okay. He wasn't no greatest, for what Steph is now. Right. And the same thing I say about Jelly Bean Bryant. He was good overseas, but your son, Kobe, was a shooter. Yeah. But you was, I ain't gonna say it saying it bad like you was a scrub or nothing like that. No, you made it. But look where you took him to play in Italy, grown men. You allow him to get in situations that a regular kid couldn't. So guess what? He's gonna become that superstar.
1: Your hometown team, Lakers, won the championship. Are you surprised they had this level of success this soon? No, they're in a bubble. You're in a bubble. All this stuff goes right. But I, like I told them, they need to send me a thank you
2: card on the fact that I gave them incentive to win. What was I your, said, what? never, ever, ever, ever win. You know, they, they was talking about that for a whole year. What did you say last year, somebody remember? That's how I'll be living in people's head. And you know what? Just so they can say, I told you he was wrong. I still go to bed, take me a nap, eat my donuts, and I don't think about nothing. They've been thinking about this all for a whole year. Hey, I'm glad they won. Lakers is always my team because I'm from L.A. But the success that they had, man, you in the bubble playing in the same place. You got the two best players. You're supposed to win. But everybody else was playing in the bubble too. So it made it that's, easier that's to am I'm, I'm talking about the situation. You're not traveling. Yeah. Everything yeah. Is, is 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 perfect. Hey, you shoot and get a rhythm on a certain realm. You you good. You ain't gotta leave the building. Right. Oh, you walk to the next little thing, man. You walking and not traveling. Come on, everybody else in the bubble too? But yeah, I'm glad they had a championship. And these guys are talking about, "Oh, I'm not gonna play. I'm not gonna do this.
1: Nah, play and have a championship, and let's go." Are you surprised how well LeBron is playing this late no. in his career? Because we've no. never seen anybody play this well in in, in basketball. You we've know, we've never seen anybody play this well this late. Why? Because he built. That boy came in the game
2: strong and heavy. He's doable. He ain't no little lightweight 205, 215, 210. No. He can take that contact, that running, that uh, he can do it all. And he's young. He's old, but he's young. I mean, you know, you you still, you probably, uh,
1: you might not dunk again, but I think you probably dunk when you're probably 48. Well, the, it ain't the problem getting up. It's the problem that's coming down. That's the problem exactly. that I will have.
2: But I'm just saying, you're still in good shape. You're strong. You still can do some things on the fact that. LeBron ain't that little skinny thing that, that you're running into him and he's getting hurt. Durant and, and Clay and all they're they not built like him. So he everybody's shocked. He's strong, but but he built what I mean by that, he ain't that overweight like I'm seven feet, 350. Right. <laughs> that boy, you know, 250, 260, 6'9, running and jumping, and he take care of his body. I'm not shocked. Whoever the strongest in the league is gonna do the best. That's why. When Wilton did his thing, he was the strongest in the league. When 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 uh, Shaq did his thing, strongest in the league. Best two guard was was Dwayne Wade for a minute because he was the strongest two guard. Best point guard was uh, the strength of him was D. Rose back in the day when he was good. He was powerful. Anybody who powerful
1: in their they, in their position is usually gonna be the best. Well, this debate about who's the GOAT ever in between LeBron and Jordan. Or who's your goal? How, how, do, we, how do we determine that? What's the well, determin- we're never going
2: to be able to determine it. That's why we got to keep talking about it because you never can go back into that era and be like, yo, this is what I'm going to do. It's what people did in those eras. Right. You know what? It's who you grow up on. I mean, to do the stuff that LeBron does, nobody been that big and stressed. Like saying, okay, Carmelo, Malone, I need you to go out there and play point. That ain't going to never happen. because <laughs> They don't have the skills like that. It's the same thing. Magic, you big, but you ain't 260 like LeBron and you ain't jumping like that. Now, as far as that player built like that, he's a monster. But the greatest of all time is how do you measure that? You measure that by your victories and what you did in those victories. I ain't talking about you got 12 rings and you've been on five different teams. I'm talking about a dude who went to the finals who was the main guy six times in a row. And you can't, if you can't beat that, when you have losses on your, on your on your record, you can't be the greatest of all time. That dude ain't got no losses in the finals.
1: So it's always going to be Michael Jordan until my boys succeed that, which is going to happen. Well, first of all, you can't just say it's all about the finals, LeVar, because they did play finals in the seasons that he didn't go to the finals. What about that? Well, like I said, the finals, if you don't get there, you're off the hook. Well, you're not, you're not off the hook. So in other words, see what you you're did? The hook if you don't go to the finals. But when you go to the finals, you got to lose one. No, no. Championship's you got- going at it. All the years. years. The best from the West. You that boy is- well, didn't lose not one. He ain't beat nobody. Well, you can call nobody if you want to. Whoever out there, I see somebody. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Since you you say you can't transport, you can't put LeBron back in the 80s. You can't bring Jordan to the 2000s. Okay. Give me your all time starting five then. Any era, all time starting five. Oh, all time starting five. You know, you got Mike, you got uh, Johnson. You got uh
2: Shaquille. Uh, who else? Oh, you gotta have you gotta have a shooter. So um I gotta put Oscar, Oscar Robinson out
1: there. And then you got LeBron. So you going Jordan, Magic, Shaq, LeBron, Oscar Robinson. Yes. That ain't a bad starting five. I'm starting five, them
2: boys all can do their thing. And you got a seven-footer that can run with you, most powerful in the
1: NBA ever. Okay. I want you to career. I want LeBar Ball, since he's good at building things and creating things. He's a great entrepreneur. Okay. I'm going to give you some some characteristics, and I want you to build a perfect, the perfect basketball NBA player. So if I say, like, shooting, I'm going to say, you say Steph. So, okay, okay. passing. Magic. Handles. Ooh, that's that's AI. Athleticism, LeBron. Mentality. Sure, uh, You know who that is? That's Goddamn Jordan. Strength. Check. Clutchness. Mike. Speed. Speed. I'm going with Iverson. I was not got two of those things in there. So, yes, so shooting, so shooting is Steph hands down. Did we not even gonna... Hands down, Steph. Would you say uh, Steph revolutionized the game? No, I ain't going to say he revolutionized games. I got a lot of guys shooting from far distance and stuff like that. But nobody was shooting like he was with the consistency. Are you, the, 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 the logo three. No, it's not even about the
2: consistency because this consistency. is there. They only showing the ones he really make. Uh, for Mark Jackson to give him the leeway to shoot anywhere, that's allowed him. My boys were shooting further than him. (laughs) Easy. Them layups, you know, but who allows you to do that? You know, if you're doing it in these games and what people were saying, oh, oh, the boys are shooting all over the place. Yeah, we was doing that. When they used to ask us about the Chino Hills team, man, you guys remind us of the, uh, the Golden State Warriors. I said, I don't know how. We play faster than them. We're scoring 100 points in damn near 30-something minutes. They got 48 minutes and getting
1: 120. Give me 48 minutes. We're going 200. You, you look at that team. You got two guys get drafted in the top three. You got yeah. the number six pick, what f- fifth or sixth pick in the draft. And you got a guy that's in college, and you got another guy that's on the cusp of getting into the NBA. So basically, your five starters are going to be in the – well, four fourth starters going to be in the NBA, and you want a potential of fifth. Right. That's why I said we're the greatest high school team
2: ever. Because nobody ever had a starting team that make it all in the god dang NBA like that. Off of, I'm talking about starting. I ain't talking about no dude coming off the bench. I'm talking about that starting five right there, which I created. And what is Onika good at? Rim running defense. What I told him, what he was going to do if he played with my boys. Coming fresh in. I put that in his head. Eli, same thing. These guys are the players because I make them them players. Put them in my system. Say my boys going to do a lot of shooting and running and we ain't waiting for nobody to post up. Take too long. But i tell you what we will do. A screen and roll. Dunk it. Rebound. Let's go. So that's the players they are. And they all going to get a shot.
1: You mentioned earlier that Jello got into a little incident in China. Yes. Um, things worked its way out. But you got into a feud with, with President Trump. Yeah. I, you took, offense, you took offense to something that he said. Yes. But the thing is, don't don't
2: don't talk bad about me or say I owe you. An, I ain't going to apologize to nobody who don't come shake my hand and I don't meet. Like I told him before, if it really helped out, you the one came over there in that big-ass plane while you didn't take us back on your plane. If I'm coming to get you, Shannon, I ain't going to say I'm coming to get you and send somebody else. Right. That's why I'm going to tell you I'm coming to get you. That's not what I'm talking about, but don't try to make it look like I better I saved you and I did this and I didn't. No, you didn't. I ain't met you not one time. You didn't even come over there saying, you know what? I think LeAngelo Ball's in trouble. Let me go over there. You didn't right. do that. You was already over there doing some other stuff. Now don't try to tag on and put it on our plate to act like you're doing something. No, I don't want that. So now, since I go against you and tell you the truth, now you mad at me? I don't even know, this dude is texting. I'm not texting, but tweeting. Somebody told me while I was on the road. Oh, I, exactly. You, I was like, man, nah, I ain't even wait. I ain't even gonna tweet back. I don't
1: even Twitter tweet. I don't do none of that. I'll call you on the phone. So once he said what he said, knowing the Labar that I know, he ain't gonna back down. He ain't gonna like, oh man, I ain't gonna even pay that no attention. Wow. I got to respond. Hey, you not to put my name in your mouth and have talking crazy about me and my son. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, he's just a Don King with no
2: hair and this and that. I'm like, man, what's all that about? Just hey, you over here focusing on? You want me to say I'm sorry? You need to concentrate. You're a president. Concentrate on another thing on the world. <laughs> you're messing with somebody on Twitter. That's that's why you you don't do your job right. You got to be out. Don't be mad because you can't presidency the right way. You would have been worried about the right
1: topics instead of the wrong topics. You, you might have done some work. And you might have got a second turn. Yes, but you didn't. Yeah, exactly. Give me Levar Ball's prediction for 2021. What's going to happen in 2021? What's going to happen in 2021? Yep. The big bowl of brand is going to be bigger and better than ever,
2: and the ball boy is going to steal the shine and let everybody know this: is how you do
1: business, ownership. After money, it's about the ownership. So if you if you were if they if Harvard or one of these Stanford or one of these great business schools. Uh, 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 Wharton School of Business. If they come in and says, LeBar Ball, we want you to give a presentation. We want you to talk to our students about business, about ownership, about entrepreneurial." What What would you say to those students? If it ain't doing my nap time, I'm gonna come holler at you, <laughs> man. You too old to be taking naps during the middle of the day. Oh, the naps are the best thing going. <laughs> but they, hold on, I nap. But do, do it messes up your sleep at night? Because I noticed that if I nap during the day, it messes up my sleep at night.
2: I don't need to sleep at night. It don't mess me up because I ain't got nothing I'm supposed to do. And when you the owner, you just get. I don't even have a clock on, man. I, when I'm there, I'm there. If you ain't on no clock or no bell system, you can do. You can take a nap anytime. I'm gonna take a nap right after
1: I finish talking with you. Man, it's gonna be so early in the afternoon. So you plan on being up for the rest of the night, then? And, and if I am, who cares? <laughs> Man, LaVar, I want to say congratulations because... Thank you, thank you, Shane. It's been a pleasure. Bruh, you got two young men. You can only, you're the only one that can say, I got two young men drafted in top three picks of the NBA draft. And no matter what you think about me, and, and you know, we had a conversation, how much credit does LaVar Ball deserve? And, mm-hmm. I, and I said he deserves as much credit as we give Archie and Olivia Manning for having two boys to go in the first and uh, the number one overall picks from Peyton and Eli. I said you can't look at it because you don't like him and don't want to give him any credit, or because you say, well, he needs to humble himself. No, 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 no. Get a man his credit, like you give, because you know that we, we gotta we gotta be wow. humble now. We wow. we can't we we can't be our true self, or then we might rub some people the wrong way. Wow. But be wow. your they Man, always say, be yourself. Know, I don't even know what you said, but what you explained explaining to me right there, I appreciate that. Because
2: like you said, it's a different type of thing now. Like you said, oh, yeah. they're going to give them their props like that,
1: but they don't want to say, oh, and Tina did their job. I get it. I appreciate you putting that out there like that. Thank you. You know, hey, look, the one thing that you told me off there is that, look, I don't agree with everything you say, but you say, you know what? You keep it 100. You keep it yeah. real. you fair with it. Yeah. And I appreciate that. Okay. Much love. Much love. Bro, I appreciate you giving me a little time today. Congratulations hey, again! Through your time, man. It's good talking with you, man. Good talking to you. Tell Tina I right, said I'm hello. At you later. Hey, all you right, still owe me right. breakfast. You still huh? owe breakfast. You still owe. Whenever you got some free time, we gonna get together. And we gonna. I'm gonna cook that up for you. All right, I appreciate that, bro. Big Be baby. All, all right, baby, I'm-, I'm gonna holler at you. All my life, been grinding. All my life, sacrifice, hustle, pay the price, want a slice got to roll the dice this why all my life i've been grinding all my life yeah. all my life been grinding all my life sacrifice hustle pay the price want a slice got to roll the dice that's why all my life i've been grinding
0: all my life infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 live march 20th from the edge at hudson yards in new york city